Hey friend, welcome to Self Transformed, a podcast redefining self-care through simple fitness, nutrition, and mindset habits. I'm your host, Emily Nichols, certified personal trainer, Whole30 coach, and Taco Tuesday enthusiast. (laughs) Hey, I know the struggle is real when it comes to taking care of you. I too am a busy working mom who felt physically and emotionally drained until I took action on my own transformation journey. I finally found the solutions to feeling confident and living a healthy lifestyle that doesn't feel hard. And now I'm on a mission to equip you with sustainable tools to help transform your life from the inside out, guilt free. Together, we will simplify your health and fitness into daily habits that don't feel like another thing on your long to-do list, but daily actions that light you up instead. So if you're ready to redefine self-care and step into your own self-transformation, then let's do this. You're listening to episode 101 of Self Transformed. Hey friend, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much to everyone that joined in for Confidence Booster Boot Camp last week in my free Facebook community. Friend, I'd love for you to come on over and be able to participate in other monthly mini workshops like this in my group every month. You can also go to the guide section and check out a lot of worksheets I've created for you to help you take action on redefining self-care either through fitness, nutrition, mindset, and habit tips, coaching, hacks, whatever you want to call it. So you can go to bit.ly slash self-transformed fam, just F-A-M because we are family over there, to come join the party. I would love to see you over there. We also launched Self Transform You, the course, and I'm so excited for the ladies going on this journey to transform themselves through the inside out. And I just, I can't put it into words sometimes just how honored I feel to be able to coach folks, even in this virtual capacity. It's just the best ever because I know what it feels like to always be starting and stopping and just not feeling confident and comfortable in your own skin and wanting to take the time for you and feel good, but you just don't know how. So Self Transform You, the course is available for you now. It's available anytime. You can go to selfTransformYou.com and enroll today and begin your six-week journey with me as your virtual transformation coach to help you finally stick with something for life a health and wellness plan that is not going to feel like another to-do thing on your list, but rather something that's going to light you up from the inside out. And that, my friend, is true self-care. So, hey, let's get into today's episode. This is a really interesting subject matter. You know, we've talked a little bit about, you know, mindset work, but not digging too deep yet into self-reflection and even talking about rejection. Okay, so rejection is a normal part of life, right? And all reality, it it's icky. It doesn't feel so good when we're rejected. And we're going to be talking this a little bit today from a personal standpoint and a professional standpoint as well because I know there's a lot of working moms that listen to this show. But when you really start looking into yourself and reflecting on you and what you want, what your values are, what you need in this life, 
that is when the internal transformation can happen. And I say internal because the physical can happen too, but it's more so after you do that self-reflection and mindset work. So today I am talking with fellow self-care warrior Anastasia Albert. So we go, she goes by Stasi, which I love it. She's the creator and host of the Luxury of Self-Care podcast. And she really feels finding balance is the key to really a luxurious life by making space for ourselves first in order to be present and show up for others. You all know I love that. So in April of 2020, she found herself stuck and uninspired in her New York City apartment and she created the luxury of self-care, which I love that. I love how everyone was able to, there's been a lot of transitions, I think, in people's work life the past year. Do people really reflect on what they want to do? But on her show, she really touches base on mental health, guilt, defeat, food, self-love, fitness, motivation, and everything in between, just focusing on all types of self-care from the inside out. I was recently on her show as well. I'll make sure to include it in the show notes to go listen and take a you know, take a lot of notes for that one too. It's a really, really good one. Okay. So she has, she's a professional actor. She is a podcast host. She is a wonderful reflection focused person that was perfect to come on this show to really help you have some really simple tips that you can start doing to have some self-reflection in your life, either personally or professionally, okay? So get a pen and paper handy. Get ready to take some notes with this conversation with Stasi. And as always, make sure you stick around till the end of the episode. I'll be sharing my three biggest takeaways from this conversation so you can start taking action now. Because I get it. You might be driving in your car, taking a shower, you're not able to take notes. So wait till the end as well. I'll give you the cliff notes, girl. All right. Enjoy this conversation. All right, gang. Thank you so much again for tuning in to Self Transformed. I am here with a fellow self-care warrior. I'm so excited to dig into this conversation today with Anastasia Albert of the Luxury of Self-Care podcast. Stasi, thanks so much for coming on the show. Oh my gosh, absolutely. I'm so glad we connected virtually and now are flip-flopping back and forth on each other's platforms. It's a true honor. Thank yeah, podcast swaps are so fun. I love interviewing other podcast hosts because the conversations just just flow so organically. I love that. Right. We're like organically editing it in our minds as yeah. we're going through this, the interview process. <laughs> for absolutely. sure, for sure. Yeah. All right, girl. Well, let's get into it. So the first question I ask all my guests is, what does the phrase self-transformed mean to you? Yeah, it's such a good question. And I, I love the title of your podcast, too, because I feel that like when we hear the word transformed, usually it means a big change, a big shift. Mm -hmm. And we see that often in fitness, like Transformation Tuesdays with all these general hashtags and, oh, yeah. and all these things. And we look at the word transformed as a physical thing. Whereas in my personal opinion, as I was like manifesting this word this morning in my own personal journaling, I was like, you know, what it truly is when you hear the word self-transform, it's you making the choice to make a change in your life for the better. Mm. And I think that's what I was like thinking on. I thought, how many times in my life have I decided it's time for a self-transformation? It's time to make a new choice. It's time to change something that's not working. It's, it's time to realize that that's not working. So... When we hear transformed, it's always visual, but I think sometimes the internal transformation is probably the hardest because it's the hardest to see. So it's not as gratifying once you've come to that realization. 
Yeah. Like you're constantly putting in the work for yourself and realizing that not everyone around you also wants to put in that work, right? Like Mm -hmm. I come from a very reactionary family and like I work consistently with my coach all the time on self-transformation. You don't want to be the reactionary one. How can I be different than my parents? How can I react in another way? And they're wonderful and lovely. Like I love my parents, but understanding that like I'm doing even more work and even though they can't see it, I'm having a, I'm becoming a better person because I'm deciding to work on that specific transformation on myself. Yeah. Yeah. I think you hit the nail right on the head. Like it's all these everyday choices you're making and it's actually really hard work. And like you said, a lot of folks think of like, Oh, transformation Tuesday, look at my before and after. But the true transformation is a lot of times something you can't see. It's Mm -hmm. so internal and it takes time and it truly is being in that growth zone. And it takes a while to get yourself to that point. Right. And like with you being a whole 30 coach, I'm sure you see this too. So obviously it's gratifying to see physical transformation when you're making choices of like what to put in your body or how Mm -hmm. much you're working out each day and, and all those things that go into health and fitness and, and uh, a healthy lifestyle, the words Mm -hmm. we love to use. Right. But what a true transformation is, is the acceptance within themselves. And then it's reflected not only inside, but outside too, because the confidence is like, reinforced on the inside as they're working towards the growth and the outside and the physical transformation, which of course everyone compliments you on and sees. And when you go down a size in pants, it's always a wonderful thing, but all the work actually is happening in your heart, your mind, in your soul. Like that's where the real work is happening. Yeah. And you can see that, um, I guess you would say glow up within people too. I feel like they not only physically feel lighter, but just internally, emotionally, spiritually, everything, they just feel lighter and they're exuding that light. And you can tell when people are in that zone or maybe when they're not. Yeah. Or not. Yeah. You can definitely tell when they're not, but like when they are beaming, you know, there's, there's some people that we see that you're just like, gosh, that person's energy is just, Mm. it's just shines. And all it has to do with like, is the inner confidence, the inner work. Yeah. I want to dig more into that for sure. I have that coming up in some of the other (laughs) things I was thinking about today, but the inner work and that inner self-confidence, it's, it can't be taught. You have to decide to do that for yourself. Yeah. That energy exudes once you've found it for yourself. That's for sure. So Stasi, can we get, dig into your story a little bit? What is your own transformation story? Kind of what life experiences have brought you to who you are today and what you do today? Yeah. So I guess we have to dive in fully to, in order to really do that. I am a, I am a trick of many trades. I, 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 how else do you say that? I'm a chameleon of sorts. I would definitely say that since birth, my parents were always like, this girl's going to beat to her own drum. You're not going to be able to tell her what to do. So I think what was really interesting is growing up in, in the family, in the hometown that I grew up in, I was really good at theater. I was a really good dancer, vocals, everything. I always wanted to perform. That was like my end all be all. That was my sight. And when I went to college, I would get I was getting like really nervous. Like it was really hard for me to get into a a college of theater. And I remember Mm -hmm. finally getting like on a couple wait lists and just not really knowing knowing who I was, but not being able to feel comfortable enough to share that. So that was like 17 year old Stasi. 
now we're that was half a lifetime ago for me at this point so it's interesting for me to look back on that and to not let myself shine right and then moving from there I went to school for a year and then I thought it was a failure to be honest that I booked a job at Disney and left college so I worked for I thought it was a failure I was like oh my gosh I'm not going to school like I'm moving into the professional world I have a 401k I have health insurance I'm 18 years old like if for me that was failure which is so interesting because to everyone else it looks like success yeah um so I was down in Disney World like living my college experience down there until I was 21 and then I transferred out to Disney World and was in California mind you you know most of us were just graduating high school at that time and I had so much life experience and lots of trial and error amongst that life experience and then went to a conservatory for two years after that graduated at 24 and found myself wanting to move back east and like go to New York and do the New York thing because that's what I always wanted to do. So I flip-flopped around a lot in New York, kind of this gypsy lifestyle, doing a couple shows, and then found myself, to be honest, again in this rut where I was in the bar scene. And yes, I was living a fun and energetic and had lots of money and was doing these really cool experiences. But like, my girlfriend came back after a year of me doing this and she like slapped me in the face. She's like, you did not move to Manhattan to become a professional bartender. Like <laughs> that is not your journey. And so I, it whipped me back into shape in not shape, like mentally mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. getting back in the audition world and the audition scene. And what I realized then is it was like self-reflection time and self-acceptance of what do I actually want for myself? It's a really hard question to ask. I think the older we get, the more we accept asking ourselves these questions. But like, what lifestyle do I want for myself? Like, where do I feel I shine? What makes me the most happy? And like, these are these questions we ask ourselves when we're sitting alone with our thoughts, which is also not an easy thing to do. So I really started to fixate on making that part of my day, making that part of my journey is like incorporating a little bit more meditation, incorporating a little bit more yoga, learning the power of the word no and disagreeableness Mm. and not always having the fear that I was missing out on something and just going into life the way that I wanted to do it, right? We're all in our own driver's seat. And guess what? Like the success rolled in and then I had to do it for relationships. So then it was like next down the path was within relationships I needed to see and just I know we hear the phrase all the time it's one of my it was my second episode on my podcast but it's about like accepting the love we think we deserve and and like truly for me then it was like okay career driven wise I was transforming I was self-reflecting and then relationship wise I started to realize like, why am I wasting so much time on this person who's clearly not into me? Mm. Like, why? Like, I'm a freaking 10. And I'm not trying to say that. Like, like, I'm not trying to say like- You have done some self-reflection. You you were like, I am a 10. I am a 10. (laughs) But we need to say this stuff to ourselves. Like, or or if you're not a 10 in your own mind right now, like, what Mm. do you want to work on? What, why do you feel you're- not that way right because mm-hmm. I think everyone has the potential to be a 10 it's just with you have to allow yourself to believe that you are and I clearly wasn't if I was accepting someone where I was I was like I'm not I felt like Sam in um 
in, in Samantha in Sex and the City. Like, I'm not the type of girl who sits around and waits for a man, you know, sitting there reading my, waiting for the text messages to come through. And I was like, why am I doing this to myself? And I like look back on those journaling sections now and just realizing that I'm so glad I ate, I was able to then do the same exact thing I was applying to my career into my relationship and my love life or realizing like was it that I was afraid of commitment which was partially there uh, coming from divorced parents so there's all these different things that we have to realize like we're not quite ready yet for that next step because there's still work that needs to be done whether it's for career or whether it's for a relationship it's the only way to like make things change is to make a new change within yourself so going back to the word self-transformed, yeah. Yeah. like every day, if you're just going to work and coming home, having a glass of wine and watching Netflix, of course, you're not going to meet anyone. You're not switching things up. Yep. So just trying to find those ways in which like what is serving you for the things that you actually want to accomplish. Yeah. So my self-transformation journey, truly, Emily, like that, I think that I'm still in it. I think we right. all are. Right. It's never ending. That's yeah. for sure. You're going to go through so many different seasons of your life and you really established something really great, Stasi, where you were like, okay, this is how I'm going to um, live in my thoughts, listening to your inner thoughts, which is yeah. really hard to do sometimes because we have so much other clutter in our heads and in our lives. It's hard to listen, but it sounds like you were really able to a- apply that self-reflection you did about yourself. Like you said, career-wise, your relationships and that's hard to do. That's really hard to do. Yeah. And it's still happening. Like like you said, I mm-hmm. mean, yes, the career took off. Like I booked a, a Broadway national tour and then I worked on cruise ships and I was consistently working at wonderful different theater companies, um, was a principal at an opera company. I mean, it was great. Everything was mm-hmm. going really well. And that's why I was like, okay, clearly that worked. Yeah. So constantly realizing that we're the sponge and we can transform every day like this we're just in a different level of that journey Mm, yeah yeah I like that different level of that journey yeah I like that I like that I'm gonna live in that for a second I really like that (laughs) (laughs) so let me ask you this as a performer I know we've talked about this before you've probably had to deal with rejection a lot over time just going on auditions and whatnot and rejection it, it just sucks Okay, let's just call it what it is. It sucks. It really doesn't help you with your self-esteem as figuring out like, well, you know, you want to take constructive criticism and think about what we can do to better ourselves, but it stings. It really, really stings. So it definitely does. Yeah. Can you share your perspective, you know, from a performer's perspective, going through so many different auditions, you would either win some or you don't. And I think this is such a great metaphor for life too. Yeah. And you know what? That's really interesting you say that. I used to always, I thought it, but like to put it out onto the table like that, that Mm. is such an interesting metaphor for life because yeah, like the only way that I have found success in my life is through failures. Mm -hmm. Really, we we all can say that um, in, in some way, shape or form the failures brought us to that success because we learned and self transformed consistently through each of those opportunities. Because failure doesn't have to be bad. It can be constructive. Mm-hmm. And that's that's kind of like the start of it all. So 
as a performer, uh, whether you're looking at Leonardo DiCaprio, my career, or, you know, someone on Broadway currently, or not technically currently, I guess, with the door still closed. But, you know, looking at any of us, 90% of our job is auditioning. Mm, Yeah. And, and it's just like Instagram, the highlight reel, right? Oh, so Everyone sees performers, they see the 10%. They see the highlight reel. That is not the reality of of everything that goes into it. So you've often heard, um, oh, you know, like I wanted to be a rock star, but I didn't want to put the work in. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to play on stage and like be the rock star. So it's like you have to realize about putting the work in. So I think when it all boils down to it within rejection, we realize what did I learn in this scenario? I think like, what is always working for me? What is, what is a waste of my time? So justifying like, where do you fit in a cog? And then realizing the bottom line at the end of the day, no matter if it's career, theater or not, it's not personal, yeah. but we take it so personally. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not though. Sometimes it's just, it's just the way that the it's just the way the cookie crumbles or it's just the way that the cogs work mm-hmm. for you in this scenario. It's just the way the puzzle pieces that they need for this specific job or, you know, if it's a corporation, it's just it's just what's needed at the time. But I think also one of the biggest things that I learned in my career is it can be a no for now. Yes. So I think when we hear no, it just immediately like like deflates us Mm -hmm. (laughs) it does it's an awful word Mm -hmm. but it's also powerful like I love when I get to say no to something because I'm like I'm able to do that right so there's it's it's a double entendre sure and so when I see that within career I've noticed that it's not always it's it's not always the negative no for now because there's definitely been times where I didn't get something or I was in a final callback for something even the Memphis tour was one of them. I was in finals with my girlfriend. She got the role and she did the first leg of the tour and then her leg. Unfortunately, I got a phone call to become the immediate replacement. I learned the entire show in and like got to the tour, learned the entire show, got my apartment like all squared away with a subletter and everything in 48 hours. And like, lived my best life finishing out the tour but it was a no for now but that didn't mean that I still didn't end up getting it in the end or Mm -hmm. I heard a no from a company and then five years later the show was just a better fit and it was a better timing for me so I think we realize that going down the path once the no hits us sometimes is the path that we were always intended to go on in the first place yeah I love that no for now. And just thinking about my own experiences, like career wise, you know, there's been a couple of times career opportunities have come my way and it was a no and it was heartbreaking and it stung. But then a few months later, something else came along or the opportunity presented itself again because it was better timing, better pay, better um, schedule for that matter. And it's like, okay, this is why it was a no at first, you know, yeah. like thinking about my career, becoming an orange theory coach, I've been wanting to coach, um, at my particular studio for two years, but it just, the timing wasn't right. It wasn't going to work out with my family and other right. endeavors and whatnot. And it finally worked out and it, and it worked out just so perfectly. Mm-hmm. But I'm also thinking about rejection in our personal lives as well. 
You know what I mean? Like rejection, whether it be with your friends, like you feel not included within a friend group or someone invites other girls to go to something and not you. And it's like, okay, do I take that personal or is that truly a reflection of just the way I'm feeling about myself? So what would you say to someone listening who has faced rejection in their life, in their personal life? as well. Oh yeah. No, I love that. And you're, you're so right. It comes in, in so many, in so many different ways and shapes and forms. Mm -hmm. I think when we see that that rejection on, on a daily, like within a friend circle, Mm -hmm. I don't think the intention always necessarily is to exclude, even though that's the first thing that we experience emotionally. Mm -hmm. They excluded me. They cut me out. Mm -hmm. One of my biggest things that I always talk about, no matter what interview I'm on, no matter if I'm working with my team at Lululemon or whether I'm coaching someone in a yoga class or anything is like through and through, I'm like, like, I'm a connector. Like that is just who I am. Um, and And I like everyone to feel included. I hated being on the playground as a kid. Yes, I'm going all the way back. And like <laughs> feeling like there was a circle that of people talking and then they wouldn't open up the circle for someone else to come in. Yeah. And I just think that that's so frustrating. We can reflect a lot on this past year too, right? Yeah. Like a lot of people have very different opinions and they're very publicly dominated as well. So knowing that like just to open your shoulder, seeing the times of like maybe when you can do it or maybe to notice different things like that. Like when I was younger, when I was in high school, I used to have small gatherings at my house after football games. And it was so funny, like as an adult, someone had said, oh yeah, you were the one who had all those exclusive parties and never invited anyone. And I never even knew that I was there making, my intention was never to make anyone feel left out um, Mm -hmm. by any way, shape or form. So I think self-reflecting on our own times of realizing that it's not, not everyone's always out to get you. And sometimes the worst part of it too is, I don't know if you're a fan of Schitt's Creek, but uh, (laughs) David goes to get his driver's license and Alexis reminds him, no one cares. Like no, no one cares. And I know that sometimes it hurts and it it sits there. But like, I think if we remember that no one's intention was to hurt us and that no, nobody cares in the sense of it's not, it's not personal. Right. I think that's like the best advice I can have all that because we really can sit back and say we've been both. Hey gang, cutting in real quick to tell you about my favorite meal delivery service, Cooked. They are a Chicago-based meal delivery service, and let me tell you, my family is obsessed. So Cooked offers chef-crafted meals that are cooked simply with only the purest ingredients, and they have three different meal types. So they have signature whole food meals, plant-based vegetarian meals, and even better, Whole30 approved meals. They're an official Whole30 approved meal delivery service. In my husband's last round of his Whole30, this was a game changer. It made his Whole30 even easier, and me too, so I wasn't cooking all the meals, and the meals were delicious. We're still ordering them every week within our food freedom. So head over to eatcooked.us, and you can use the code EmilyNichols15 to receive 15% off your first order 
and then Emily Nichols 5 for every order after that to receive 5% off your meals. So go check out eatcooked.us and let me know your favorite cooked meal that you receive. You're going to love it. I for sure have been both. Mm, that's a really good point. Yeah, we've been both. And I'm sure when that those folks mentioned that to you, you're like, well, that was never my intention. I would never want to leave you out. And, you know, if you were to yeah. say that to your friends, you're like, oh my gosh, I, everyone come. I would never, never want you to that. feel that out. Oh my gosh, please, let's go back in time now. But yeah. I think that's really great to keep in mind. And also, like you mentioned, like nobody cares. I always say this. I was like, everyone's favorite subject is themselves. Really? Or, oh, yeah. You know? You know, we get caught up in our own lives and maybe we just forgot to invite someone to something or it's like, you know, you just made room for this situation in your life and that's okay. You didn't invite the 20 other thousand people in your life. Right. I think that's really good to keep in mind. It's your intention. You may have been on both sides of the rejection. Yeah. And and if it's someone that's like really important to you, like a a really, really close friend, if Mm. you look at a scenario and you're like, I'm definitely part of the circle, why am I not there? If it hurts you that much. Don't let that manifest and build this like angry red monster inside you. It mm. pull your friend aside that had the event and just say, "Hey, like, oh, it looked like you had so much fun at the event. Like, how was it?" And you know, be honest then and say it kind of hurt that I wasn't invited. And then you can at least hear from them. Maybe they're going to be like, "Oh my gosh, I didn't even realize you were available," or my intention was never that. And then if their intention was foul play, then they're not a good friend in the first place. Exactly. They'll show you. They will yeah. show you. <laughs> so if it really hurts, don't be afraid to ask for what you need. And if what you need is a conversation and for an explanation, then don't, if they're your friend, you shouldn't be afraid to ask that either. I've definitely done that in my own life as yeah. well. Yeah. You know, this reminds me of, you know, such an important tier of self-care, in my opinion, is community and connecting with others. And I love your show and that it's the luxury of self-care. And I want to dig into that a little bit more as far as the meaning behind the word luxury and how you view self-care. Yeah, it's it's such a good question because what I've loved on on my show specifically is having all these different guests and the true reality of self-care is it's in, an individual thing. Exactly. It's, it's different for all of us. And you and I had chatted about that when we were collabing for my show mm-hmm. and having you as a guest on my show, which I cannot wait for that one to come out as well. And be sure to tune into that. But the word luxury, I think, is like this over the, I think everyone wants to strive for that word, right? Yeah. Like luxury vehicle, luxury gourmet meals, a, lux, a luxurious vacation, um, a luxury relaxing day or whatever. You hear that word and it just like brings you up to a higher tier. Yeah. So I think for me realizing we hear the word a lux, like luxury self-care immediately, our first response is like a uh, expensive spa day. And that's great if it can be that. But I also think that sometimes you have to look at like, what is the time that you do have? And one of the biggest things that I say is I found luxury in my life, meaning a higher tier of of life, of self, of where I'm at right now, because I have chosen to fixate on self-care and prioritize it because it is not it's it's many vacations every day. It's paying attention to the present moment as I'm going through the regimen of my, you know, face wash and my serums and all the products that I love to use and, and just being present while I'm doing that instead of 
stressed out or thinking about what I need to do next. Um, Self-care for me too is definitely lowering. I'm like, lower your cortisone levels, lower your cortisone levels. It's like Amen. when you're stressed, right? If you're late, if you're late, we like are going and going and going all the time. And if we're late, the entire time we're trying to get to that location, we are already stressed out. So we're wasting 20 more minutes of our day being stressed out about the fact that we're late, whether we're walking faster because we're walking there or we're driving there. And like, it's a big safety issue too, right? Like, yeah. so let's just take a minute and accept the fact that we're not going to be there. And that's all part of self-care too. Like realizing and just being present in the moment. Okay. And just enjoy the drive for those 20 minutes. And we already have to accept the reality that you're going to be a minute or two late. And that's, it is what it is. Nothing you're going to do and no stress that you're going to accumulate in this moment in time is going to make it better. Um, I think that's something that I've been really working on recently. So that's where that comes into play. Yeah. And I think finally is just, it can be, like I said, it can be different for anyone. Sometimes for me, self-care is very physical. Like it's the hit workout that I can't always afford. Mm -hmm. So I pay for that class Mm -hmm. and it's, or it's the yoga class that I'm teaching and really adapting to what, what is being said, or it's the moments where you just need to pour the glass of wine and like be alone. Yeah. But on the busy days, just be present in the moment. I think that's the biggest thing I can say. And I know that that's like the yogi inside me speaking. But if I have a five minute shower, like enjoy the bubbles in the shower. Enjoy yourself. Oh, yeah. Take those five minutes to like enjoy the fact that like every breath you take is adding white blood cells to your body and you're alive and you're living and you're in this world, whether it's the crappiest day or the best day of your life, like enjoy everything. Exactly. Well, yeah. it's it's more about being proactive. You're doing these things to to be able to handle the hard stuff that comes your way. I mean, yeah. I looked up um, the definition of luxury, and it's like the okay. state of great comfort. Mm, I love that. You yeah. know, and it's yeah. like you know, just you mentioning a shower. I'm like, my showers are like a spiritual experience for me because I'm usually like talking to God or listening yeah. to a podcast, and I'm not trying to go through my to do list. Like I take the time to, even if it's a quick shower and like I have to be quick or whatnot, I'm always doing something to um, raise my vibration or do some type of personal development while I'm in the shower because it's my alone time. Even if I have a kid popping their head in there or a dog, it's still right, <laughs> I'm like right. get out, get out, get out, get out. <laughs> It's still your alone time. And you talked to me too about your, your coffee regimen. Cause you're like yes. a straight up regimen. Yes. And I'm like, I wanted to ask you, I'm just curious what, like what stuff goes through your head as you're doing that? Cause you were saying it's a regimen that you do every day. And it's like, is that your moment with yourself? I know it's only those five minutes, but yeah. again, it's five minutes of self-care throughout your day. Yeah. I mean, for me, it really comes down to it. It triggers a lot of other things after I make my coffee ritual. So, you know, I'm making my coffee. I usually add like some vital proteins to it. I foam up my um, creamer with it, my dairy-free creamer and take yeah. my supplements. I feed the dogs drink my water while that's all happening. It's all just stacked on top of each other. But what I'm thinking about is usually I'm getting ready to go journal. I'm usually ready to go have some type of devotional or time with God. And then I'm going to work out. And this even happens in the mornings when I'm up at 3.50 a.m. to go coach at Orange Theory. I'm wow. still doing this ritual. And I may be half awake, but I'm still <laughs> doing this ritual. And it really just sets the tone for my day. And making that coffee 
it's my trigger. It what sets all of these things into motion. And it's just a matter of finding these little things throughout the day, these little moments of comfort and luxury to be able to take care of myself from the inside out. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Everything. Yes. Because, yeah. <laughs> because no. And I, I was like, oh, I have to ask her that because yeah. it's been I've been thinking about it this morning, especially uh, preparing just for this and manifesting in my own stuff and journaling for myself this morning. But it is true, like when we are able to set ourselves up for success, right, because you filled your own cup mm-hmm. in the morning so you could give. Right, we we constantly are hearing this phrase, but like, and it, it's been a failure. It's true. Well, we need right. to keep hearing it because you we do it. We, yeah, we aren't we aren't pouring from full cups. We aren't. No, and it's so funny. Like, I laugh every time, and I talk about this too. But I laugh every time I watch, no matter what airline you're on, it tends to always be the mom. And it's the mom, because just like a feminine quality is like the caring mentality, the protective Mm -hmm. mentality, the mama bear, all, you know, whatever. It's, It's all in there. It's all just instinctually programmed. And I think it's really smart that they always have like the mom putting the face mask on herself first and then on her child because I was like, oh my gosh, if we're in that scenario, I would totally put it on my loved one first because that's just who we are, Uh, especially in a moment of fear. We're not thinking, but what I want us to realize on a daily basis is we need to make the choice to put on our own oxygen masks first so we can be the best partner, mom, friend, lover, whatever to the, um, you know, to, to the whole, to everyone else we come in contact with. Yeah. I think that's just the biggest thing that I've learned and I found luxury because of that. I, mm. I'm happier with myself. I'm in a happier relationship. My body's healthier. I'm making better choices because I'm taking moments to self-reflect. I'm taking moments to self-care. So I love that you start your day like that. Even if it's 3.50 in the morning, friends, 10 minutes snooze or 10 minutes with yourself? Which one yes. would you rather have? Yes. It's my moment to breathe. You're putting that oxygen mask on first. You're finding that breath so you can breathe into others. Oh, I love that. Oh, I'm going to yeah. use that. <laughs> yeah, use it. Use it. Cool. Well, Anastasia, thank you so much for this conversation. We could go so many other down so many other different roads. Like I said, you're a fellow self-care warrior and I so appreciate and honor your time you took to share your story with us and reflect on what self-transformed means to you. Can you tell everyone where we can connect with you and listen to your show as well? Yeah, well, thank you again. This has been an absolute pleasure. But you can find me on The Luxury of Self-Care. You can find that on any listening platform. If you do listen on Apple Podcasts, I'm sure Emily says this too. If you really like the show, hit the subscribe button. Five stars if you really like it. Go ahead and leave a review. It takes just a few seconds. And I've been really trying to do that for a lot of the podcasts that I listen to too because we always kind of tend to forget to do that. And um, But you can also find me on Instagram, which is where I do all updates on the show or life experience. I'm definitely very active within my daily stories. I love a good laugh. And um, you can find me there at rumor underscore in underscore St. Petersburg. So that was the opening number to the Universal film Anastasia. That's the story behind that. Oh, nice. I yeah. love that. Yeah. I love that. That's and so And then great. I'll, I'll give you the link too. I have a newsletter that comes out weekly with updates and there's great. always a fun word in there, unedited episodes. 
And I'm also developing meditations right now. So I'm doing walking meditations right now. They're free. So you can find them on the platform as well, which is great. And I'm developing those and they're going to be a little subscription coming up for some some listeners here in the future. But for now, they're free. So take advantage of those. And yeah, you can also find us on the luxury of self-care. And that is on Facebook if you're a Facebook fan. So we have a page on there. This is amazing. Safi, thank you so much for this conversation. I'll make sure to include all those links in the show notes so everyone can continue connecting with you. But thank you so much again for this conversation. Yeah, I look forward to always tuning into your show as well. So thanks for letting me be a part of it. Stasi, thank you so much for this conversation. I learned a lot, and I'm sure you learned a lot from this conversation too, friends. So let's share my three biggest takeaways. So number one, internal versus the external transformation is really freaking hard, right? <laughs> it's really hard. We all get so caught up in wanting to see our pants size gets smaller, that number on the scale go down. We want the compliments from people who are seeing the physical transformation. I really wish people could see the internal transformation more so, so they could be like, hey girl, way to go, you know, overcoming that limiting belief you have or that negative self-talk. Wouldn't that be like so amazing if we, we could do that? It's really hard work having that internal tra- transformation I'm thinking about self-reflection. So journaling is a really great way to do that. Meditating, spending some time in prayer are some really great ways to silence all the clutter. Like I always say, I have so many tabs open in my brain and on my laptop. I think it gives my husband a little anxiety when he gets on my laptop and sees all those tabs open. But take some time to do some self-reflection, either journaling, meditating, or whatnot, and just accept yourself. Accept yourself as you are, your experiences, whatever that is. But think about accepting yourself in all areas of your life. Okay, wherever you are in your career, where you are with your relationships, or maybe not accepting where you are to be like, okay, well, what can I do to change this? And take action, okay? There's a difference between being accepting of where you are and being happy and at peace with that and being complacent and being um, feeling like you're stuck. There's a difference between both, and I suggest you take some time to do some self-reflection like we just talked about to figure out what that internal transformation needs to look like for you in all areas of your life. So number two, I loved this quote so much from Sazi. She said, the only way to make things change is to change something within yourself right? You're never going to consistently work out, for example, going back to that physical transformation. If you keep thinking, okay, every time I go, there's mirrors there and I don't like the way I look. And oh my gosh, people are probably looking at me. I don't feel so, I don't feel self-confident. You have to change. And that just comes from everyday choices. That's what it comes down to. We overcomplicate things and it's just really simple choices. And guess what? You're in the driver's seat. You're in control of the way you think and speak to yourself, right? We just talked about this in the workshop last week about how to talk nicer to yourself. I definitely would suggest you go back and listen to that and take some notes. But it all comes down to everyday choices and far as far as how you're taking care of yourself and how you are talking to yourself. And friend, that overflows to the others, people in your life that you love the most. 
gosh, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. So the only way to make things change is to change something within yourself. And that takes time. It really, really takes time. So be patient with yourself. Okay. Keep journaling, keep meditating, doing all the things. Keep showing up and you'll build that confidence in yourself. I promise. So and number three, just talking about rejection. Like I said in the episode with the in our conversation, rejection sucks. Okay. There's no getting around to it. There's no sugarcoating it. I've been rejected in my career. I've been, re- I have felt rejected in friendships sometimes. You know, you may even feel rejected by your kids sometimes. I mean, it's all, it happens all the time. It happens all the time. So we have to rephrase and be open to that sometimes rejection, it may be a no for now, like Stasi mentioned, you know, like in your career. I know I've been turned down for things before and it ended up being the biggest blessing and it turned into just not the right time. And that was, you know, God's way of saying like, hey girl, just wait, just wait, just wait. Or even in your personal life, you know, if you're feeling left out from friend groups all the time, I know that can happen sometimes within, um, Groups of girlfriends, you know, I have felt rejected plenty of times and I don't think people mean it with ill will. Like we mentioned in the show, if you think they do, then you need to get a new friend. But being open to have that conversation or address it or really just have that self-reflection that you're confident in yourself and being like, huh, well, you know, I didn't get invited to this or they're doing that without me. It's not a reflection of me. It's a reflection of them. Okay, so I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope you do some self-reflection on rejection and just personal and professionally how you can implement this into your life so you can have that internal transformation and keep evolving, right? This is all about evolution of you. Transformation never stops. It never stops. You don't transform and just be like, okay, this is where I'm going to stay the rest of my life. No. Rejection is going to happen in your life. There's going to be a new season of your life. As your kids get older, that things change, right? Things change. Careers change. I mean, there's always we're always in a constant flow of change and evolution and transformation. Why not show up as your best self and have a um, backbone, to, a backbone to what you're doing to help you feel your healthiest mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, all the things. So come on over to selftransformyou, the letter U, dot com to learn more about how you can maybe have that inside out self-transformation through selftransformyou. I'll be waiting for you over there, girlfriend. Stasi. thank you so much for this conversation, girl. You were such a bright light. I know I'm going to take some more time to do some self-reflecting because like I said, I got too many tabs open in my head and really need to take some time to quiet it down and really reflect on who I am, what I want to be, and how I want to show up and serve in this world. So friend, lots of love to you. Make sure to check out the show notes so you can connect with Stasi and go follow us or come over to my Facebook group so we can continue the conversation over there. All right, girl, I'll see you next week. Hey girl, real quick before you go, if you love today's show and know your girlfriends need to hear this message too, then grab a screenshot, post it to your Instagram stories and tag me at Emily Nichols too. because the more mamas out there hearing this message, the more empowered we'll all feel to take care of ourselves so we can pour from a full cup. 
or the number one way you can thank me for this podcast is to leave a rating and review in iTunes. That way, more mamas will find the show here too. Love you and appreciate you, girlfriends. See you next time.